0: Hey guys, it's Josh, and welcome back to the 12 Days After Christmas special. Okay, this is day one in us re-releasing some of the classic not-so-bad episodes, from my favorites to yours. Today, we had to kick off with one of the all-time, my all-time favorite episodes with one of the most stimulating, sensual, <laughs> and candid guests that we've had on the show so far susan bratton okay so if any of you guys remember the Lover's space episode 49 you know that that was quite an episode it left everybody pulsing on the edge of their seats but if you're new to the channel you're going to experience this episode in all new fashion so i hope you're ready to unwrap your gift go ahead drop that intro hey guys it's josh and welcome back to the not so bad bachelor pad joining me today is a guest i'm more than excited about because i she kind of helped get me into the sex space so she's kind of like my sexual senpai in a way we have on susan fratton susan thank you for stopping on today tell us a little bit about yourself Hey, hey, JJ. <laughs> hey, I like that. Hey, hey jay, jay. Ooh. I was going to do my Yogi
1: Bear imitation, like, hey, But then I was like, no, that's just not sexy. <laughs> I got to do more like breathy, like, ah, hey, hey, JJ.
0: <laughs> Anything that comes out of your mouth is automatically so sexy. <laughs> <laughs> like the dick I just pulled out to start the podcast. No, I'm oh, kidding. Oh, my gosh. <laughs>
1: Actually, I, I, you know I asked you when we were starting how long do you want to do the show and we're, we decided we, we want to play a long game here we're gonna just get the ball rolling because there's so much you and I could talk about but uh, I do have to go at the end of this and I promised to give my husband a blowjob and after the episode we i just got this um double wide chaise lounge for our back deck and our back deck is like high over the redwoods it's super private it's really sunny and it took a year because you know supply because supply chain right it took a year to get that sucker delivered and we're gonna go christen it with a blow job this
0: afternoon i'm glad (laughs) we could be the appetizer to this uh upcoming uh entree that you have coming and also like can I get a show of like hands or dicks like who's jealous right now like like he like has scheduled blowjobs like well that's that's the life I'm trying to get to okay exactly
1: Aren't we all? Yes. Well, it all started out with the fact that I had imagined that I would be lying in that chaise lounge with my legs propped open over a couple of pillows, doing a vape hit while I got my pussy eaten. And then I was like, okay, if I need that to happen, really what I want to do is offer my husband a blowjob because then he'll be like, oh, you know what I should do? I should eat a pussy in this thing. You see how I work? (laughs)
0: Listen, honestly though, I'm the opposite. Nothing gets me more turned on than, like, eating my partner's pussy first. Like, that yeah. just gets me, like, nice and, like, at attention, you know? Stimulation yeah. to 11. Yeah. And then just relaxing it. Sunset, little blowjob. Back. Oh, fuck. I'm I'm, 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 already, I'm already there. I'm, like, envisioning it. Like, oh. We might have to cut this episode short. It's only, like, a couple minutes today, guys. I uh, I need to excuse myself. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, because I've got plans for you JJ oh. so
1: um, I don't know if you know this about me but one of the things that I've done is hundreds of videos on my better lover channel um, at BetterLover.com, and I go into my producers studio Lloyd and it's a green screen studio and we shoot videos you know passionate love making step by step how to give a pussy massage oral bl- oral techniques blowjob te- you know I can do all this it's all free and I have it on YouTube, but I also have it at BetterLover.com because there's going to be that day when YouTube's going to be like, "No more bitch. Yes. You are, you are done." And I mean, like, right now, my Instagram is shut down, and I am pleading my case to get it reestablished because. God forbid you should teach people how to turn sex into love, passionate lovemaking techniques. This is literally what I do. Is I've written thousands of techniques that help people generate more pleasure and connection. But apparently, that's not allowed everywhere I go. So when I do these videos, I'm shooting on green screen, and then later I come up with these really cool backgrounds. And the backgrounds are uh, usually things like super sexy bedrooms. Yeah. So I go on to Shutterstock and I, I I search for luxurious bedroom, villa bedroom, 3D modern interior bedroom. Like and I find the coolest, most phantasmagorical, fabulous, sexy bedrooms. And one of the series that I did, because you were joking with me before we started the show, saying how you love that I call myself an orgasmonaut. Like, I go to the far reaches of orgasmic outer space and come back with the map to the territory. I teach people how to have all the 20 kinds of orgasms the human body can have, both male and female bodies. And, um... One of my very favorite series is Sexy Bedrooms in Spaceships. <laughs> I like literally have such a series of videos on sexual energy. I yeah. did a whole playlist on sexual energy, talked about all the different ways you can play with sexual energy, the different types of sexual energy, how do you cultivate more sexual energy, and I did it all in my sexy spacesuit outfit on a spaceship in sexy bedrooms on spaceships. And yeah. I think it is one of my all time favorite backgrounds. And when I saw your show, I was like, "Ooh, Bachelor pad. I love a sexy space. I mean like basically, I like to go to verbos around the world that are really super sexy and have hot sex in them, you know? Yes. <laughs> so we were kindred spirits from the moment I saw the image of your podcast. I was like, that's my place right there. I gotta get in that room.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you, you don't even have to knock. I'll, I'll send you the key. My, my room is always open. For Susan, okay. <laughs> um, that is so sweet. No, but yeah, like she said, uh, she's an orgasmonaut. And guys, my goal is always to make you the vulva whisperer. Okay, I think I think we might have to on the on the on the backside do like a workshop on that called the Volvo whisper. Like I, I don't sounds know what good. that's going to entail yet, but I, it just sounds great. I already have some ideas. Oh. <laughs> Yeah. So
1: what I was thinking about, as soon as I saw the bachelor pad, I have this free. Technique I give away and it's called how to create the lover space. And it's at, let me hang on. I'll tell you what the URL is so everyone can download it. I can't tell you everything on one single podcast. So here's where you're going to go to get it. You're going to get it at loverspacetips.com, and it's a checklist. So if you forget anything, it's all right there. Loverspacetips.com. What I really wanted to do was to tell you what it is that women really value very highly and then why this notion of setting the lover space is so important for basically greasing the skids for super slippery, wet, fabulous, surrendered, abandoned, passionate love
0: I, I can picture that, yes. Oh God, yeah. If if that's not the summer of fun that I want to have coming up, I don't know what the hell is.
1: season. So, yeah, my sex bucket, my sex life bucket list is quite long right now. I told Tim, "You got work to do, baby. I gotta work the shit out of you." He's like, "Okay."
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, I, Captain. <laughs> I always have things I want to try, you know.
1: So what women want, and this is based on, I do a lot of primary research because I have a very large following. I'm very lucky that I get to ask people from 18 to 80 across the gender spectrum, their preferences and and desires a lot. And one of the things I did a couple of years ago was I asked women what they want most from men. And remember that when I say women and men, What I'm talking about here is gender expression, I'm not necessarily talking about the XX and XY chromosome. Um, Sometimes, because the XY masculine penis owner is testosterone dominant, he's going to have certain ways he kind of goes about doing things and sometimes the xx female vulva owning woman is going to have certain ways that she is in her estrogen dominance going to also need certain things to work for her that being said you start out in that body but whatever your gender expression is i I totally support that Rainbow is my favorite color. Sparkle is my favorite flavor. So I am down for all that, but I gotta make distinctions somehow. Yeah. So wherever you fall on the spectrum and may it be ever-changing and delicious, just do what you can with what I'm about to say. That's the kind of my caveat, because it's a hell of a lot easier for me to be like the guy, the girl, and you take it from there. So what the feminine is looking for is and this is, well, all right, JJ, what do you think is the number one thing she wants? Of, of the list of all the things, what do you think the number one thing is that she wants?
0: Security, maybe a little encouragement, I don't know.
1: Those are good ones, and they are so on target. As a matter of fact, security is my number one relationship value, and it's a lot of women's. Grooming, good grooming. Women don't like stinky, scratchy, smelly, sweaty, they don't want it. And they want a guy to, his clothes to be clean and smell good. They want his fingernails to be clean. Even if he works with his hands, they want them to be as clean as they can be. Right. No no snaggly fingernails. They don't like ear hair. They don't like nose hair. They don't like those crazy-ass wild eyebrows. They like the hair clean, not greasy, trimmed up. They want a, a face that's well-groomed, whether it's bearded or beardless. That's, a, that's their preference. But they want a dick that is manscaped, if that's what they like. And honestly, most women prefer... Um, shaved balls and the pubic hair like whacked back yeah. so that when we go down on you, we're not getting a mouthful of fur, um, especially lift up your dick and look underneath there where your dick meets your balls. Cause there's all these little hairs. And if you're going down on a guy and those hairs are scratching your lips, you're like, not going to be able to get off on that.
0: Yeah.
1: And So like that super careful grooming around there and toenails. Feet cannot oh. look like Shrek, or we're like, Ugh, <laughs> Ugh, you know, like throwing up in our mouth. And that's not what you want. That's, You're a female body partner. You, yeah, do. you do not want any throwing up in our mouth. <laughs> no,
0: that's not the lubrication we want down there.
1: It's definitely not. And so guys overlook that. I agree. It is like agree. the number one thing women want. <laughs> it's so simple. The number two thing women want is an emotional connection. They want to know that you're bringing not just your desire and your turn on, but your heart. Whether it's one night or the rest of your life, they still want your heart. One of the techniques that I teach is called the heart tongue. It's a fucking technique that basically says to men, I know you whack off to porn on a regular. However, we don't necessarily just want the piston move, beating down our sweet little pussies over and over and over and over and over. This is not what we're looking for. It is one of the many things that we would like to have, and we will let you know when we need that. But when you pretend that your dick is like, that it's connected to your heart and that it's more like a tongue than a piston, When it's feeling the inside of me and touching all the parts of me and lingering on the entrance and slowly sliding in and small shallow strokes and longer deep strokes. And you're doing more with your penis than just acting like it's a piston. When you're doing some hip drops and you're moving your pelvis, you know, these are the things that make us feel really good yeah that's that's number two is heart and number three is presence a lot of times men want to do such a good job that you're very focused on giving us pleasure you're very goal oriented because you're because of testosterone and you're really trying to affect the outcome of her orgasm so you get this kind of strategic mind going on. All right, now I'm on a now I'm on liquor pussy. Now I'm gonna do this thing. Now I'm gonna do that thing. I'm gonna grab her boob, I'm gonna squeeze her nipple, I'm gonna say whatever, you know, do all the things. And when you're doing us, you're not being with us. You're not in the moment, and you can't get into that flow state. I have this thing I call my dope dope flow sex state. It's on my website. personallifemedia.com and it really talks about how instead of having a a date where you're basically like making out i call it the grabber boob and stick it in date it's like make out i'm gonna go down on your pussy then i'm gonna fuck you and that's what we're gonna do and then i'm gonna come and i hope i hope you do instead my dope flow sex date is we're just going to do 27 different things and we're going to do them for short amounts of time we're going to have a makeout. i'm going to give you a breast massage i'm going to play with your nipples i'm going to suck on your nipples you're going to stroke my cock while i'm sucking on your nipples i'm going to tell you how beautiful you are you're going to give me three little licks on my cock i'm going to eat your pussy for a while i'm going to you're going to get on top of me and slide down on my cock and you know get yourself off once or twice and then we're going to do something else I'm, yeah. we'll do 69 and and then I'm going to fuck you off the edge of the bed and then I'm going to lay you over the dining room table and we're going to do it doggy style and we're just going to keep it rolling it's not like this build up to fucking that's over. It's like we're doing a bunch of things in a row and we're just flowing with, oh, you know what would be fun now? Okay, let's take a break and have some water and eat some grapes. Okay, now what do you want to do? What do you want to do now? What do you want to do now?
0: I say sex should be more exciting. A lot of times I call it uh, like TV dinner sex. Like you get stuck in either the shit you see in porn or just the basic you don't really know what you're doing so it's just like you said the grab her tit and fuck type of sex well yeah. here we always aim for gourmet sex like we want a wholly enriching experience yeah. because i don't know about you but i could come at least two three four times and be okay you know you know just because just once isn't enough i need more i'm sorry i'm greedy that's who i am
1: well, I like a long, slow sex date. And that is what brings me to this setting the lover space, which is really goes to planning for success, putting in the foundation that's going to allow you to have this dope flow sex date. The lover space is probably your bedroom. And it, it's kind of like if you prepare and you plan for success, that's what setting the lover space really does. What it does is it says, "I took the time to create this experience, this environment, because what women want most sexually is to be taken on an erotic adventure. Their desire builds when they, that you provide them both what, exactly what you said, JJ: the, the um, security, the safety, the comfort, with variety, novelty. Security and safety plus variety and novelty." equals hot sex because I'm comfortable I can do anything say anything ask for anything feel good with you 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 want I know you want to please me I want to please you we're going to do some crazy fun stuff I've never done before and that when you set the lover space, you are creating the environment for these erotic adventures to happen. And they include, and they're different for every person, I'm going to tell you mine. And then you're going to do what you want to do with your partner, but this will give you some idea. So the very first thing that is that, um, we set it up in our bedroom. And often, when Tim and I, my husband Tim, uh, 30 years, and you know, we're just, keeping at it, He's, he often gets it started. And then we we come into the room together and we finish getting everything done before we yeah. get in bed and start making love. Um, so number one thing for us is, because we live in damp Mill Valley, California, we turn on our fireplace. We have a fireplace in our okay. room, a real pretty, one of those fireplaces that goes you know across the wall with the flame, yeah, like a line of flame, yeah. it's so pretty. So we turn on our fireplace are um, we have mirrors on one wall of closets so we have floor to ceiling mirrors so we can see ourselves making love so we have mirrors we have drapes that draw and give us total privacy and block out the light or we can open them and see our yard and how pretty it is we have a roof On our roof we have a, a window that opens and we can have the window open and the light and the air coming in because if we've got the fireplace on we like that air to come through and we like to hear the birds and the sounds of nature and feel the wind and then we put on music and I'm really digging Lee Burridge B-U-R-R-I-D-G He's a DJ and he does some really nice mixes that are the kind of music that allows you to, allows me to float into this, this trance state. It never interrupts me. It feels like it carries me forward. So it's a tuned playlist Right. Me. Then we have these LED lights around the top of our um, bedroom cabinets. And uh, we have them set on some orange and purple and it makes the room really pretty. Some people love candlelight. We don't have a lot of surface areas in our bedroom for candles and we always worry they'll get kicked get over. Off. Right. So we go with the LED lighting, but candlelight, but the fire is beautiful, right. so we, we kind of have that, too. And then I inherited from my great-grandmother this beautiful silver pitcher. And we fill it with our water, and we bring it into the room, put glasses on each side of the bed, because we drink a lot of water during sex, especially if we're having female ejaculatory experiences. Right. You know, There's a lot of fluid moving. So we have that. Sometimes we have food, but not often. We tend to not have the strawberries and the grapes and things like that. But that's something that I recommend for people, especially for like afternoon sex, when you're taking a break and you have a couple grapes or what have you. And then we like to use, um, and, and what I recommend for lube is an organic nut oil, either a refined avocado, or a sweet almond oil they both have a real nice viscousness to them and they're all natural so there's no preservatives in them with toxins that can get into your body and they're nice because in the dope flow sex date, you're going from you know, oral to fucking back and forth, right. and all you have to do is just wipe it off. I mean, you could make a salad dressing with it, for God's sake, it's like, you can eat it. So I always say, never put anything in here that you wouldn't, never put anything it makes in, perfect in your sense that you wouldn't put in your mouth, right?
0: Right. And I have I have to watch out for those oils because uh, they are great. I used them on every, the first time I performed oral, my partner had like used it and so now anytime I taste almonds, it reminds me of like, performing oral now, and then I just get like turned on in the, It's a whole thing like me and almonds have this weird relationship right now
1: i love that i've been making my own homemade almond milk with my little almond cow almond milk maker for my smoothies in the morning and i am just digging making nut milk it's the craziest thing so um oil is really good and then uh, um the way we set up our bed is um we either take a because we have a king bed and we just leave the covers on it. We throw the pillows off on the floor for a second and we take a full king bed fitted waterproof sheet, one of those kind of soft ones, and we stick it right over our bedding and then we just put another sheet on top of that. And if it's nighttime and we're lazy and we don't even wanna do that, we have a liberator fascinator, king size fascinator that goes on top and we can just throw that down and then when we're done, we just rip that stuff off, throw it on the floor and go to sleep and it's super nice, it protects all of our bedding. And we have a ton of pillows. So we can do a lot. I'm a pillow princess. So I like being propped. You yeah. know, I like to have a lot of props. And so we have that. Then we have a stack of towels, a big stack of hand towels, washcloths, and a couple of bath towels. Soft, clean, well folded and stacked so we can use them as much as we want and then we have whatever our favorite sex toys are at the time you were liking the womanizer duo right now yes. um we have the toys cleaned and washed on the bedside table and i like to vape some flower cannabis in a packs i lo- i don't like to smoke cannabis and i don't necessarily like to do the oils and things like that because they use butane right to, you know make them. And so I just buy organic outdoor homegrown flour. put it in a flower vaporizer. We have a couple puffs of that. It enhances our lovemaking. Um, we like that. That's not for everybody, but so we have everything and boy, we can get that room set up like nobody's business. I mean, we're just like the fixer going in to kill, you know, to take care of everything. We're just like, boom, it's done. And we're ready to go. (laughs) I love how casual
0: you are with like the setup of your room. Like you, you were going through this and I guarantee about, 98% of the bachelors and bachelorettes who are listening right now, they're like, wait, hold on, bed set up? I was like, shit, like, waterproofing the bed beforehand, it would save me so much time. Like, I was like, because of that reason, because I have not thought that far ahead, or just at all, I have to, like, I have to cut sex off after a certain point, because we have to go do laundry, (laughs) <laughs> you know, <laughs> but I was, like, yeah, I was like, I don't I don't know if this was just me, but I was like, she literally just blew my mind. I had to like Good. sit here for a second. Good, Yeah. Well,
1: that's the Lover Space Tips checklist. And there's things I've forgotten, I'm sure. Um, And it's nice to just have that print out. So now you've got, you know, basically, okay, here's all the stuff I want to do. And this is my playlist. And this is the candles I want. And this is the picture I'm using. And once you begin the process it's like be it's like Pavlov's dog you know I my pussy starts to salivate when that fireplace goes on and that liberator gets thrown down I'm like Ooh, yeah, yeah
0: okay. you know, it, <laughs> it
1: like helps you get in the mood right and and so many people think that sex and I think this is rooted in shame JJ um, so many people think sex needs to be spontaneous And the problem is that if you wait for that to happen, often it doesn't happen. But if you plan for success, then you have time. The actual act of creating the lover space is pre-foreplay. And if there's one thing that I could leave your listeners with, it is how important foreplay is. Because he gets erect and ready to go so much faster than she does and she's always rushing herself to keep up and if he can have her relax and allow her body to get turned on And listen, if she allows herself to listen to her yoni, yoni being the tantric lovemaking word for her pussy, Y-O-N-I, and his penis is called a lingam, yoni and lingam, If, if she just gives her yoni the time and waits until she's ready, the sex will be one million times better. And the setting up the lover space and having the—it's like setting an intention, right, for pleasure,
0: which is important. Um, Intention—I'm gonna say it's everything. And it's funny you bring up the whole spontaneity and sex thing because that is true so often. That's the rom com way to have sex, or like that it should be done, which is like the bible for so many people, especially in my generation, because. We were kind of educated and brought up on TV. But it makes sense that if you're spontaneous, there's a lot of things you will forget in the moment. It's like when you wait to the last minute to try to pack for vacation, you forget your toothbrush, yeah. like all this shit. There are a lot of things you don't want to forget in sex that could either hinder your pleasure or leave for a couple scary days after afterwards um, for us right here. So I, I love that you you just kind of busted that myth like right up across the head. It's like nope, yeah. fuck spontaneity. Um, you can still be have spontaneous moments. That's not what I'm saying, but yeah, be premeditated. And so now I'm gonna start saying that. Like when women say, like, oh, you were just thinking about sex, or all you it's like, yes, I was actually very much thinking about sex because yeah. I wanted to be prepared for your pleasure. That's all.
1: That's right. That's it, babe. Exactly. Yeah, I'd love to make love to you, and I'd love you to be totally relaxed, and I want to have everything we need right at hand, so we don't have to worry about a thing, and that's another thing about the dope flow sex date for me, is that what it does is it, instead of having like this normal thing you do, you're allowing your bodies to just be like, oh, you know what would feel good right now? oh, you know, and I really want you to put that G-spot wand in and stroke my G-spot right now. Oh, you know what I really want? I really want you to just rub my mons and outer labia and belly for me for like 10 minutes. Would you be able to do that? Sure, babe. I can totally do that because that gets my juices running. You know, whatever it is, do you whatever you need, you get because you need something different every time you make love.
0: That's true. You can't just do cookie, cookie cutter sex, guys. What works time one will not guarantee you the same level of excitement and stimulation time too or with partner b you know it's like cooking like yeah sure you have the same ingredients but you got to change up the portioning sometimes or sometimes you just leave it in there and like let it marinate just a little bit so you can have this nice juicy tender moment that gets messy as hell but doesn't fuck up the sheets because why we have liberators now guys we're getting everybody amazon liberator for your bed. I'm like looking it up right now. Don't know what it was, but like I'm learning. Um, yeah,
1: waterproof, uh, waterproof covers. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm on my way to Belize to do some diving, and I'm just taking this really thin, really light black waterproof sheet that's in almost like a little envelope it's a king size waterproof cover and that's one of the things that's going into my suitcase to belize because we can go into any hotel room and just lay that thing down we take a boom tube we take a waterproof sheet we take our own oil we take our own sex toys and so we've got our system that we can travel with as well which is really nice
0: guys i love susan for a multitude of reasons but like one <laughs> this is like as she talks i'm just thinking about this so some people want their their life to be like narrated and they're like oh i want morgan Freeman to narrate my life because i think no (laughs) i want susan to narrate my life so like my thoughts because when i try to convey them sometimes to my partners they don't sound as sexy or as coherent but the way this is all this is just rolling off of her tongue out of that like hyperdrive, like overstimulated mind of hers, it's, it just—it it sounds so nonchalant and genuine and just effortless. God, like I, I would, ha- I would. Here's why I would hate to be her husband. Your, your level of flirting and banter—I was like, shit, I, I can't top that. I, whatever you want, babe, it's yours. I, I can't <laughs> say no to it. It's, and if if she does business like this too, I feel sorry for all those other execs she comes across because, yikes.
1: You know what I love most about my husband? There's two things sexually that I love about him the most. The first is that he's incredibly good at connecting with me limbically. Like we can drop into feeling each other so well and riding pleasure together. Co-creating and riding energetic pleasure together and he can make me come so much and so many ways in such at such a satisfying level and then the other thing that i love about him is that in my line of business, I'm always learning about new things. It's funny. You think yes. I've been I've been a sex expert for 15 years. I've written thousands of articles. I have 20 different online programs people buy for me. I have 25 or 30 free techniques I gave away. I write articles every week with sex tips. I'm constantly thinking up new ways to teach people how to have more pleasure how to transform having sex into making love that's my thing my my tag my keyword my hashtags are passionate love making like that's just my place right that's where i live and i have just explored it's the thing about sex is it never ends it just it there's always more and
0: it's like the everlasting gobstopper like willy wonka like designed <laughs> it
1: it was the everlasting, everlasting gobs, gobstalker. Oh okay. stalker. So exactly,
0: I can't even say it. <laughs> and and every time I'm like,
1: babe, I want to try this thing. Um, he's like, okay, that sounds good. Like he is always a yes. He's just. It, it, Honey, I need to write an article on anal fingering. Can you anal finger me? Yes, I can. Honey, I want to try to give you this blowjob with this manta vibrator from Fun Factory. Can I do it? He's like, Yes, you can. Honey, there's a new penile extender called Deep that Dr. Kaplan's come out with that I want to promote to my guys who bought all the penis pumps from me. Can I put this stretcher on your dick? Yes, you can.
0: <laughs> like,
1: uh, like yes the
0: couple that fucks together stays together, guys. Like, be open open, be open. If that if there's nothing else we've learned in this nearly two- year journey with me guys, it should be openness because the more you close yourself off, the fewer avenues you have for pleasure to flow throughout your body and not just in your penis for you men listening. and right. you know I was like there are so many ways we can experience pleasure. you don't even have to be expressive about it. you don't have to tell me or anybody else about it. what's done in your bedroom, living room, kitchen, laundry room, wherever you like to fuck is your business. But like, just try it out. Nobody's going to know. And then once you like try it and you figure out how amazing it is, you'll be proud. And then you'll explain it like from the mountaintop. So everybody knows that finger up the ass is a beautiful thing.
1: Oh, definitely. Yeah. There's a lot of nerve endings up there. And then there's the prostate too. Exactly. Um, That's called the P spot for men. And you can have prostate orgasms with a finger or with a, with a a plug or with a vibrating plug you can. And then you can add, um, Pleasuring the penis on and get blended orgasms where you're basically stroking the cock while you're stimulating the prostate. And that's very, very, very orgasmic, especially for older men who tend to have a little bit of trouble achieving climax. A lot of guys have sensation loss over the years Mm -hmm. and, um, it's really good for that too. And it's super healthy to massage your prostate and keep the fluids moving. your prostates, a muscle and a gland and it essentially makes the semen. And then when you ejaculate it squeezes and pushes it out your dick, the sperms are made in your testicles and they get mixed in there. But um, it's it's the thing that makes you cum, and so exercising it, not just by masturbation, but also by pleasuring the prostate, just makes your comes better.
0: You heard it here, prostate pleasure, guys. All right, yeah. better comes. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. Be a fan. Um, yeah. No, we're gonna don't and,
1: ignore your back door.
0: That, that's right. <laughs> and guys, I've already me and Susan already talked about this. She's coming on at least another seven hundred times because. <laughs> I just want to have a whole sit down when we talk about sex toys because for the right. last year and a half, I've not found anybody who will do it with me. And I'm not going to say I'm an expert at it because I'm still new to the this, this space. But I want to talk about how to get sex toys in the bedroom for both men and women. I feel like men right. don't, you know, it's there's really a stigma around men and sex toys, whether it's solo or partnered. But it should be. Um, there's nothing wrong with it. It doesn't mean you are less of... See, I I hate this commando ideology where it's like, I want to use my own efforts, my own body, just to like make my woman come or make my partner come. We're not saying that you can't do that, but I mean, you have study guides for tests for a reason. So it's just one more tool in your repertoire to get them and you to come. Cause the more turned on she is, the more turned on she's going to make you, Yeah. which leads me to something that, like, Susan, you do so well, and we have to talk about it Why have you. That's dirty talk. Ooh,
1: I do do the dirty
0: talk. Listen, I, I, guys, I know this is, like, my show, but I have to plug Susan on this. Go watch her YouTube or, like, any of her content. The amount of passion, like, when you see, like, the passion in her eyes, the way she enunciates, you're like, fuck, that's the only thing that ever comes through your head, It's like, the entire time, it's just a slow fuck. <laughs>
1: You're so sweet to me jj thank you I, I really feel so loved by you right now and, and thank you so much for that you're said so, you are a sexual seeker a, and okay. and so am i and we're kindred spirits for sure yes um i wrote a book called dirty talk how to talk dirty without feeling weird it's at dirtytalkbook.com it's free and um i just give away a lot of stuff because i feel like it takes a while to earn people's trust, especially mm-hmm. around sexuality because there's a lot of shame right, yeah. and dif- you know, it's different strokes for different folks. So some people will like me and some people will be like that lady drugs me crazy. So I'm fine with that too. If I'm your people, I'm your people. So the dirty talk book is um, basically six ways to talk dirty that aren't going to make your partner contract or feel like you're a perv and they are I'm not sure I remember what all of them are, but there's, uh, there's like, there's encouragement, there's worship, there's appreciation, there's noticing, there's telling story. Um, fantasy is a really good area. Like one of my favorite things is when when Tim gives me a pussy rub, which we pretty much start out almost every lovemaking day with a pussy rub, because we won't, we won't outside this afternoon after I'm done here, because I'm just, going to go straight to oral. I'm going to just have him lie down. I'm just want to, I just want to treat him to just like a complete, beautiful, sunny afternoon experience. But most of the time when we start, he gives me a really nice pussy rub to get all my juices flowing before we do anything else. And sometimes I love him to tell me a dirty story while he's doing it. And that gets me really turned on. And like, if I have a hots for somebody, you know, or something like that, he'll tell me a story about you know maybe having a threesome with them or whatever and the sky is the limit on stories because it's not like you have to do them so you can get really dirty say whatever you want and just like create this wild fantasy and that for there's about a third of people who are extremely auditory when they have sex and they want to hear you moan. They want to hear you say things. They want to hear encouragement. They want to know they're doing a good job and they want to hear those dirty stories. And my husband is one of those people where he loves me to tell him a dirty, dirty,
0: dirty story. Now, please go While to the I'm, fucking junkyard and find the most greasy slummiest thing you can think of. And exactly. like describe it to me, yes.
1: And while I'm fucking it. And so and and what's interesting is that after the date, he's like, I don't exactly know what I can't really remember what you said, but I think there was, you know, like yeah three women and they were super slutty and there were cream pies and i don't know what all happened you know like i think it was a gang guy, or <laughs> guy. i should make shit up because i kind of know what he likes that is really fun too so there a lot of people are afraid to just like practice talking dirty because you're not going to be automatically good at it another thing is moaning And doing it loud enough that your partner can hear like if you decide that you're just going to really spend this date moaning and giving all this kind of auditory feedback to your partner pretty loud to make sure they can hear everything what you'll find is at first it takes a little effort to do it but then it's like nothing it's just like what you do practice makes perfect in everything for sex so the dirty talk book is a good way because what i did was i gave you like pre-written done for you things to say and all you have to do is personalize them you can be like oh like i see where she's going here okay i know what to say now i'll say what i right. want to say but i see what she needs mm-hmm. so it's not just the types of dirty talk but it's real examples of what to say because that's what people really need that's, it's all good and well to that's say, so true you know do appreciation but like what does does
0: that mean mean? yeah one thing that i like to tell my partners um that i think is super sexy at least to me hopefully it translates to them too is i always tell them to shut off their brain because i was like you don't need to worry about what's about to happen to you because i'm going to tell you what's about to happen to you all right just lay back let's open the page of this book called your pleasure and let me read it to you okay (laughs) And then I was like, "If you think that there's something that didn't happen in this story that should have, you're wrong. Why? Because I'm the fucking author, and i <laughs> <laughs> and it's just like it's a way of like for me to start a little bit of uh aggression or aggressive like energy in there, which masculine I find masculine
1: sexual leadership.
0: Ooh, I like that." That's
1: what I
0: call it. Masculine sexual leadership. That's a good way for me to demonstrate my masculine sexual leadership while also putting them at the forefront. Sometimes it's what I want to do to you, but it's also what I know you want to be done to you as well. And like that, but that's, I think that's also the difference of when you are with a habitual partner, that's something you can do. That's really hard to pull off when it's a first time or and frequent partner that you might have. Yeah,
1: there are three brainwave states. There's alpha, beta and theta and alpha brainwave state is your, is your subconscious and beta is your conscious. Like we're in beta state right now, you and I, because we're having an interview, we're having a dialogue. Mm -hmm. Um, and later on as we're sleeping or we're resting, we'll have a subconscious experience of the time we've spent together that will lay down the memories. But if we were making love, we would be in theta state. Theta is the brainwave state of deep relaxation and unconscious mind. And it's also the same state as meditation. So when uh, women struggle to stay in that theta state, because they keep popping out into beta. And the reason that they do is that estrogen, which is what their dominant hormone is, is it's a, it's a, it's a molecule of safety for women because women are prey. And so we're naturally biologically wired to have this kind of reticular activation system, always on, always scanning, always worrying about what's going on. And that masculine sexual leadership, I got you, you're okay. Mm -hmm. Let go. Enjoy. Feel, Feel your body, ride sensation, connect your heart with me, connect our limbic systems allow your pleasure allow your arousal to mount allow your desire to build take your time there is no rush for you to become aroused she's when she's ready she's ready and she doesn't need to hurry i got all the time in the world to love you and pleasure you and make you feel good right here right now this is all we're doing and if anything happens i'll handle it so you just relax and surrender and let's get into this trance place of co-creating passion and pleasure and orgasm together and when you literally say that shit to women it super duper helps (laughs) because they're all just like "Ah!"
0: (laughs) (laughs) instant ko that was like the you know um the knockout right there but i I get it like painting is painting a story it does a job sometimes uh like but it's the same way for men too it's Sure, I feel like sometimes we can jump from partner to partner. Okay, but guys, I don't know if you've ever been with a person. I think I've only ever said this once, and I was like, "Shit, you're like my puzzle piece. When I'm inside you, like, like it, you're like the perfect fit. Like, I, I just feel this connection to you. This space where I can just be vulnerable. I can just open up and just be me with you, and not be worried. And that just allows me." like I know i know you you've probably felt this with Tim, but like felt his heartbeat or like his pulse you know while he's inside you, yeah, and heartbeat like heartbeat like heartbeat on heartbeat it's a whole nother level, you know
1: I felt that with all my lovers. Because I am what? the author of *Sexual Soulmates*, the six essentials to connected sex, and I'll come back and talk about that as one thing. But I definitely want to talk about fucking techniques.
0: Okay, time all right. Go. Let's, let's get into some, some fucking, really okay. fucking techniques. But um, the sexual soulmates
1: are co-created, so I think you can get to that with you can get to that feeling with almost anyone. If you can kind of work on these six basic essentials that lay the foundation for that sexual soul majory to occur, <laughs> you know, these are low le- sex all sexes learn skills. Yes. The more you do it the better you get. The more you the more you do it the better you get. The more confidence you have, the more pleasure you create, the more you increment your skills, the more you grow, the more you sexually mature, the more orgasmic you are, the better lover you are. I mean it all just
0: keeps on rising. Just keeps if swelling, yes. You are the
1: sexual seeker, like you are, JJ.
0: That's right, guys. I'll go to any mountaintop, any valley, any fucking ocean bottom to bring you guys pleasure and women, Ooh. especially women. All, all the women, any women, just hit me up. Um, I'll do. It's not for me. It's never for me. It's always for you. It's, it's never for me. I, I do it for you guys.
1: Well, it's good to be a good receiver
0: too. I, I've never wanted to turn down a gift, you know. So good. anything that you would love to give, I will happily receive.
1: Excellent.
0: Except for women
1: want to want to please you too. Yes.
0: Oh, listen, a little reciprocation. I'm, I'm here for it. Yeah. Like I said, I don't want to give you guys too much because. Yeah. I want you guys just salivating on when, like, the next time we have Susan on. I just I just want you to be, like, eager. I want so many DMs or mentions or just, like, people nonstop prodding me, like, okay, like, is it Susan week? Is this a reoccurring segment? Can we have her on again? Like, so I think I'm going to – well, she gave us more than enough free shit, uh, so I'm not going to gouge her right now. Or we get her out of here so she can just give Tim the most explosive blowjob he's had – like this side of Corona. Uh, (laughs) We have to hit her with the quickie questions, you know, give her a nice little fuck before she goes and gives him a fuck. So Susan, this is, I call it the reverse icebreaker section of our show. And it's where I ask you a couple quick, like lightning round questions so we can get to know not just the sex expert, but the 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 woman behind all the knowledge. We get a little more intellectually stimulating as we go, but it entertains me, so I do it anyway. I love to entertain you. Okay. um, first question it's it's a gimme. It's super easy. You should knock it out of the park. Are you single or are you in a relationship? Both Oh, fuck. That threw me for a loop. I was not prepared. Can you elaborate?
1: Well, I'm a sovereign being and i do like to have lovers but i've also been with my husband for 30 years and um, you know i i I do i I do have research partners and we try new things and you can learn from every person you're ever with and i have a a lot of heart and love to give and what i make sure is that my husband never feels excluded
0: there's no way i could ever say that as eloquently as you did so hats off to you but also i like i said i love this Uh, pleasure is a wealth, uh, super vast and we will never get to the edge of it. So I love that you are still exploring it major turn on that you have that Tim gives to you besides security. I know you kind of talked to, we talked about that earlier, but what's something else he does that like really gets you going?
1: One of the things that he loves to do is take photographs of me in like a string bikini or sexy lingerie. He loves lingerie and the sluttier the stripper shoes are the better. And so I wear them for him and pose and look super cute. And he takes the pictures and he just loves them. I mean, I'm the screensaver on his phone, bent over a red Maserati and he every time he opens his phone and looks at that he loves it. So that's I think one of the things that he brings out my body confidence.
0: Well, it should never be hitting because guys, I know you can't see it right now because it's a podcast. But let me tell you, Va Va was a person. It'd be Susan B. If you don't believe me, go ahead hit it. Go ahead Instagram right now. Scroll. You don't have to scroll past the first picture. I guarantee you'll be like, "Yep, that's Va Va Boom." If I've ever done seen it, let's flip that coin. Is there any? Turn off that like you i mean 30 years is a long time um of commitment so hopefully there's not but is there any turnoff that you you have right now or that you had at the start of your marriage
1: yeah i i didn't used to like lingerie and i thought it was like demeaning or something mm-hmm. and i also didn't understand spanking i thought like why would anybody want to get hurt And I think there's probably other things like that too, but I remember those two as very specific examples where. My husband really worked on me for a long time to get me to understand how beautiful he found me in that lingerie. And then slowly and surely, I just began to love being in it myself. Um, even yesterday, what I wore to work, I'm in my workout clothes right now because I just came from Jake's and I, he just kicked my booty. Mm. But yesterday I was working on the updated version. I have a new version of my pump guide coming out for penis pumping, for penis enlargement.
0: You're going to have to send that to me your new pump oh, out. yeah
1: totally right. happy to do that yeah um it's at pumpingguide.com and the new uh second edition is coming out very soon within the week probably by the time this is published um because a lot of guys don't understand that you can pump for enlargement and health and you just have to have a good pump not a novelty item which is what most guys if they've tried it they've been like oh it's a piece of shit and i'm like because you bought a piece of shit <laughs> so um i would say that over time the the things that turned me off became turn-ons and i i say to a lot of people you'll be surprised one day i just look at my husband and i was like i think i need you to put me up, put me over your knee and spank me now and we need to have an erotic play date so that I can give you lots of feedback on how to do it so that I know so we can figure out together what turns me on and what I like. You know, is it, is it how much, how heavy, how hard, where do you rub it? What is it like? You know, all that stuff. So as you mature sexually, things that you used to think were yucko end up being oh wow I actually I'm super turned on by the idea of you uh strapping me down to that liberator wedge and blindfolding me and fucking me okay let's do that now before I would have been like oh no that's too aggressive what if I don't like it I'm gonna be really scared you know so there's a big difference between the sex you want in your 20s 30s 40s 50s and for me now in my 60s you know it's very different I'm way more confident I'm way more switchy I can you know I can be in control I can surrender to pleasure and I didn't used to be able to do any of those things other than just all I could do was lie there. <laughs> I've been working on it. <laughs> yeah.
0: If you could go back in time and tell your younger self something about sex or just relationships in general, what piece of advice would that be?
1: It took me a long time to find somebody who ate my pussy really well. And I think what I would say now would be don't wait for someone to show up with the skill work with them to co-create the skill. Instead of being like, ugh, he doesn't eat my pussy right, I don't want him to eat my pussy, how about working on the level of communication and comfort you have with each other to have communication where he doesn't feel badly that he doesn't know, he's actively eager to learn and wants to find out what you want and what you want is always going to change so he's always open to hearing what you need or shape hearing what you need so i would say um, cultivate the lovers that you have rather than discarding them because they don't provide that provide pleasure for you they just learn together
0: i say constructive criticism is super sexy please give me guidance please tell me what i'm not great at so that next time i can improve if not with you for my next for the next person, you know? Help the world I don't out. Even,
1: I don't even call it criticism. I call it feedback. Thanks for the feedback. That's what I needed. I need the feedback from yes. you. You tell me what your body wants and I want to give her what she wants. And it's going to be different every day, so you got to keep telling.
0: Exactly. What is one thing that you feel like that men are just like shit at that they need to do to be like better partners physically?
1: Um, take Taking – Uh, Being eager and hungry for feedback, not taking it as criticism. Um, It's the thing guys do worst. Um, Not getting their partner to want to tell them everything. Uh, Collapsing when they get feedback and taking it like they did something wrong. When they didn't do anything wrong, how could they possibly know? So transmuting feedback into power instead of failure.
0: Okay, We're, we're at the home stretch. Two more. Um, what's one thing that you think that you specifically could do better as a partner?
1: Initiate more.
0: Mm, really?
1: Men are chronically worried about rejection. It's wired into you so deeply that even if you've been with somebody for 30 years and you make them an offer, that you're worried they'll say no. So the more as the feminine that you can initiate... One of the reasons I like to wear what I was wearing yesterday, high shiny red patent pumps, high heeled pointy toe sh- super sexy pumps, a super short red skirt and a really pretty red bra with a like a kind of push up plungy neckline and a little bow in the front. I wore that because... That sends a signal to my husband that I am interested in sex, that I'm in the mind of sexiness. And it reassures him, just like when we start our date and the first thing I do is put my hand on his cock. He doesn't have to wait. I don't want him to touch my yoni the very first time time we start a date, he has to warm me up before he starts grabbing at my pussy. That would be no good. But men want that reassurance. So uh, I think it's probably just continuing to let him know that he is desired.
0: Okay, and then the last question I have for you, if you could add one word to this dictionary, what do you think it would be? What do you think it would be? Oh my God, Uh, knowing you, 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 I don't know, you'd probably rewrite the entire thing for me. (laughs) I don't know. I got one. You got one? Lover space. Oh my God. Wow. (laughs) Doing the (laughs) thing we've been talking about for the past 40 minutes. Oh my gosh. Yes. Lover space. Okay.
1: Throw that one in there.
0: Because it's not in there. So L christening it off right now. Susan, thank you so much for this stimulating conversation. I'm already on the edge of my seat for the next time I can get in front of you and get some quality time. um, Just because you're just fun. Nothing else. It's fun to talk to you. Uh, as well as informative Uh, but before you go like I said let everybody know where we can mainly find you if we want to interact or learn something new and sexy thank you for
1: being so uh, kind and loving Joshua you've been such a doll to work with and I'd love to come back and it's been a really fun time so thank you Um, I really feel seen and appreciated and treasured by you and it's just you're just a super gorgeous man in all ways, so thank you for that, at Susan Bratton. But you can find me at BetterLover.com for all those videos we were talking about, and you can find me at Personal Life media.com for the thousands of articles that are searchable on any subject you want and of course you can get lover space tips at loverspace tips.com you can get the pump guide at pumpingguide.com and i think that's all we talked about i think i got those i think that was the urls we just oh and dirty talk book dirtytalkbook.com those are three places you can find out more and get some free stuff
0: all righty guys if you're anything like me which i know you are because we love free (laughs) Um, so go check those out. Go show Susan some love. Stock up your bookshelf. Um, so I'm trying to like fill my bookshelf by 30. That's a goal I have of mine. So whether it's digital content or physical stuff, go go learn something new today um, to increase your pleasure. And then I will see all you beautiful bachelors, bachelorettes, active or retired next Thursday for another episode of the Not So Bad. If you wanna be, if you, if you wanna be, if you wanna be my lover.